Thank you for listening to Confessions of a Sales Pro. I'm your host, Ian Selby. In this series, I will be discussing the seven sins of sales management. Less sins, more wins. For more information on our books, guides, online sales training, and coaching programs, please visit salesmentoru.com. Why is it the same repetitive mistakes continue to rob salespeople of more commission checks, regardless of industry, size of company, or region of the globe? These same inhibitors are holding us back from reaching our full potential. Amongst many industry awards, Ian Selby achieved the accolade of top salesperson in the world at Apple. And in this podcast, he will discuss the issues that sales professionals encounter from his own experiences, confessing to the problems he has endured and how he overcame them, giving the benefit of his wisdom to everyone listening who work in the world of sales. To help you, he will reveal strategies to overcome the issues hurting salespeople and helping you reach new levels of sales success. Confessions of a Sales Pro. Lessons, more wins. With your host, Ian Selby. The title of this episode, Sin Number One, Promoting Your Top Salesperson to the Role of Sales Manager. There are two major problems with this thinking. One is the major issue for the company, and the other is a potential bad career decision for that top salesperson considering this new role. Let me start by describing the risk for the company. Their top salesperson is their top revenue producer. This top salesperson undoubtedly has fostered many strong and loyal relationships with customers over the years. Due to the relationship currency this salesperson has fostered, the company and the salesperson has enjoyed the revenue results in a sustained manner. Promoting the top salesperson to the role of sales manager takes their high performance revenue results and fruitful relationships and shifts the focus away on the ongoing performance. It is also often harder than it seems to reassign their accounts to other salespeople and hope that they can develop the same levels of trust and loyalty that was already in place. This is a serious concern and one that needs careful consideration should the company decide to follow suit. Now let's examine the risk for the top salesperson. They have excelled in their role. They've enjoyed sustainable results and they more than likely have been recognized by the company and their peers for sales excellence. This incremental income and recognition are elements of the role of a salesperson that are so very important to us all in sales. The decision to accept a sales leadership role is one that needs much thought and consideration. Many salespeople simply believe now that they're successful in sales, they should take the leap up the ladder to sales manager without fully understanding the new role and responsibilities. I think parenting and sales management have more in common than selling and sales management. While I was with Apple earlier in my career, this very thing happened to me. I had achieved success in my role with Apple and one year was recognized as their top salesperson worldwide. Two years after this, the position of sales manager became vacant and my immediate thought was perfect timing. I'm going to throw my hat in the ring. As mentioned, I really didn't consider how extremely different this sales management role would be. I got the job and the job was very different than I expected it to be. 
One of the challenges a new sales manager faces is leading a group of salespeople that they used to be peers with, in fact, friends with. A simple example arose for me with approving expense reports. Some of these expenses I knew were not legit and I had to reject them. This certainly put strain on the friendships to say the least. It would have been far easier transition if I could just hire a new sales team, but that's never the case. The other observation for me personally, my responsibilities now meant I was spending much more time in the office working on administrative duties, forecasting, budget planning, etc., and not engaging in my passion for finding new customers or even managing the existing ones. The customer relationships I had fostered over the years, I now had to introduce them to their new account managers, which was extremely challenging for me and for them. So my lesson learned was to be very careful with what you wish for. You may actually get it. Something companies should consider is that the best sales management candidates could be in the next tier of salespeople and may just be a better fit for the role. A high-performing salesperson may be hungry for new challenges and growth, and there are other ways to accomplish this. One way is to challenge them to find new sales successes with new customers. Another way is to introduce a mentorship model within the sales organization. Take your top performers and assign more junior salespeople to each of them. This way, they can experience what leading, coaching, and development actually feels like without losing their high sales performance and revenue attainment. Should the mentor salesperson decide this is the right career path, then both sides have reduced their risk. Thank you for listening to Confessions of a Sales Pro. Less sins, more wins. Our next episode is entitled, Why Do We Need to Give Salespeople Recognition? We Pay Them to Sell. For more information on our books, guides, online training, and coaching programs, please visit salesmentoru.com. If you have found this episode informative and helpful, we would be honored and appreciative if you would share this podcast with other great salespeople like yourself. And we look forward to you joining us for all new episodes weekly, every Thursday. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. If you'd like us to help you grow your sales commissions, visit us at salesmentoru.com. Confessions of a Sales Pro. Lessons, more wins. With Ian Selby.